Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Mystics Podcast. I am your friendly neighborhood psychic medium and trance channel, Riz the Wiz, as always here with my twin flame and best half, <laughs> my wife. Yes, I'm Lady O. Nice to meet everybody. Yeah. Out there. We, and we are the Mystics, and this is the Mystics Podcast. And we are about, um, what would you say, six to seven episodes in? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's going fast. Yeah. Thank you guys for for dropping in and sending us all these great comments and emails to us and from texts from our friends about finally you guys are doing it. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you say anything earlier? You're just waiting us to be like, well, you're psychic. Pick up on that. We wanted you to do it. Right? I'm like, oh, nice one. Nice one. Nice one. But, you know, it's almost like it was a the obvious, like do the obvious yeah. because we have been in the game in the in, in the psychic game and um, in the paranormal game for, tw you know, me personally for 20 years mm -hmm. and w for us the last 13 years mm -hmm. working together, traveling around the world, going to some of the the most interesting spaces with our retreat company, uh, which is called Sacred Earth Retreats. And we call it Sacred Earth because we are, we're going to the spots that like are where the veil is thin between yeah. the cosmic dimensions and the earthly plane. I think in the first couple episodes, we talked about some of our experiences. If you guys are curious, you can go back. I tell a whole story about going into an ancient part of India. Oh, in one of our that's retreats. amazing. I think it was yeah. episode two. Episode two. Yeah, yeah you guys got to check that out. <laughs> but what we're always talking about and what we are, what we are students and teachers of has always been about energy. Mm -hmm. And that's what what today's episode is about guys it's it's i mean it's always about energy but today we're going to talk about the energy in the space you're in right now in energy in spaces right. in homes in structures uh sometimes the energy is in, in an open space and so many people in, in our work have called us to clear energy where the energy is, is off in a place or sometimes downright um disturbing where people are getting physically affected by it. And as an empath, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've always I wanted think, to know. I think the word energy is really being thrown around a lot right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's a new buzzword. I don't like your energy. Um, it's in the, it's in the you know, new songs that are out right now. Like, you know, it's all about energy. And yeah. I think, first of all, I want to say that it's really refreshing. It's really fun. I really love that you know, modern culture is starting to embrace the word energy and it's becoming a more household name. And there's even memes and jokes and everything. It's fun. And I love that. And I also know how serious it is. Like I know how intentional it is and I know how potent it is and how powerful it is. Mm. And to understand energy and where energy, I can't say I can tell you where energy comes from. I don't know if anybody can, but I can say I know how to work with energy, understand energy. Mm -hmm. Like Tesla knew how to to work with lightning or work but with But it was energy, energy even with Tesla. Was, exactly. Right? So, and there's different energy in different spaces. So as an empath, I have experienced energy um, starting with my own energy, other people's energy, emotional energy, and then also energy in a space, energy in a room. And I have become extremely sensitive to mm -hmm. the space I'm in. I mean, I can go into large crowds, you know, and hang out with people like, you know, at Universal Studios and like places that a lot of very sensitive empaths have a really hard time well, going to those places. But in the beginning, but it is challenging. Right. But in the beginning, when you and I first got together, I was the one that couldn't go into, oh, I can't go in that store. And I would stop. I, got, I can't really go in here. And, I would and challenge she's like, why you, can't we go in here? I would here? challenge you all the time and ask you, 
Like, I, I didn't understand what was going on. You and thought I, would, I was I just... I would drag you into you, these places, yeah. and I saw you get physical reactions. I like, used to get actually. drained from it. Yeah, and it was like... But it was like, you would start to go down. Like, you you didn't even want to talk anymore. Like, you no, had to leave. I had to leave or drink something or eat something that was going to, like, now give me a new kind of feeling in the body. And But all of that is to learn. Mm-hmm. Those experiences are to learn how to manage your energy so it's not that you are, if you guys are out there who are watching, so many of you guys are healers that you're and, and intuitives and you're going into spaces and you're feeling drained. It's, it's not supposed to stay that way. It's sort of like a workout, you know, mm-hmm. when you first walk on the treadmill, you'll be exhausted after 15 minutes, but after three months on the treadmill, you shouldn't be exhausted after right. 15 minutes. You do build a um, stamina yeah. to be able to handle bigger and bigger energy. So just like, you know, just like anything, I guess, in any profession, yeah. in any in any area of your life, uh, when you start something new, when, you know, anything from relationships to a career choice or to an adventure in a different country, anytime there's something new and you don't know how to experience bigger energy than you, you can feel drained, overwhelmed, tired, you don't know how to receive it, or you just don't know what to do with it. But as you build endurance over mm. experience of being in those environments, right. you can... Not only just still be in your sensitivity to it, but you can um, kind of navigate, learn how to move through that space. I like to personally work with energy in, like, let's say in the home. Mm-hmm. That's where I have. Well, our house feels great. I mean, we've had so many people over the years come in and out of our living room. What at one point it was a hundred people a week coming to my channeling circles, and I'm not only is that happening, and they're bringing their spirit guides and their and their relatives who have crossed over with them into our house you know, into our living room for all those years. And then I'm channeling spirit guides well, on top of it. we should tell people what we did to prepare for these uh, Right. So when we're sharing, like, let's share some of the... The behind the scenes <laughs> how to, of how to prepare what we used to do. It used to start at least an hour and a half beforehand. I'm going to start us off because I want well, to tell you a couple Well, first at the scene because we, we're, we were already living in a haunted house. Yeah. Okay. This, ha- this house was clearly haunted. On top of it, and they weren't disturbing us. They weren't it's causing us any problems. House, yeah. yeah, but they were opening doors. Doorknobs were turning. Windows were opening when there's no wind. Um, banging was going on. Um, all sorts of animals that didn't belong there were showing up uh, literally on our front doorstep. So adding all those things up, because the pe- you guys who are watching have, have sent us um, questions about how do I clear the stuff in my bedroom. So we're going to talk about that. Let's talk, If you would talk about that but knowing you guys should know that we're giving you like industrial strength <laughs> advice because we had a hundred people in our house a week strangers yeah we had a haunted house we had spirit guides that i was channeling and then who knows what else was going on in that it was property. a really really intense time and we did that for almost a decade but so what we would do is about an hour probably an hour and a half a good two hours before a channeling circle, you would go retreat into your seclusion mm-hmm. to go isolate and decompress and to begin your process, right. to your meditations and everything you needed to do. And then Erica, our assistant, and myself and sometimes my daughters, we would begin the process of cleaning and Physically clearing cleaning. and saging yeah. the space. Mm. And that took a good hour and a half. And we would just take sage, we would take Palo Santo, we would take um, frankincense, and we would just go walking around from corner to corner, Mm -hmm. and we just kept clearing any energy from any residual 
um, things that people left behind from different you know sessions that you had throughout the week and then we would also do like preparation for what was about to happen so cleaning physically because i remember i was very insistent on you know we, we all we all kept the house clean but it was about we need to clean thoroughly it's not just about saging like wipe the table down. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like the, a ceremony. Yeah. I mean, we would prepare the house like yes. if we were going into a sacred ceremony. Well, it was a sacred ceremony yeah, and to we channel for we everyone. We took it very seriously. I would instinctively just, I would shower, not to look fresh for the evening, but I would shower off any kind of residual energy that's in my aura and we to would, clear yeah. myself. Mm -hmm. I and would slow my, my entire field down on the inside. I would go into a slower pace. Let's talk about the showering because for me, and you, you know this, that I would keep uh, sea salt in the shower, a big thing of sea salt. You guys should order it. Why salt? Well, salt has been used for thousands of years to purify and to salt is a crystal, right? And it is used to neutralize any negative energy that is in a person's magnetic auric field in your aura so you guys keep some in your shower and and just scrub it and hey it's good exfoliation also but it exfoliates not just dead skin cells but dead energy on yeah. you so rub that salt on you right so it's, like, it's just pulling well it has a, it has a frequency like all crystals are they're basically now we're going to get technical but they're they are oscillators they have an energy that and they are amplifiers there are all these different things that are that have a lot to do. A kind of terminology that Tesla used. So that's a really yeah. interesting example. Mm -hmm. So anyway, to make it simple, keep some sea salt in your shower. Rub it on yourself when you're especially feeling like you have gunk, spiritual gunk on you, like you got slimed, like in Ghostbusters, <laughs> uh, and it'll get you get you back. Mm -hmm. So, by the way, did you ever do that? I used to, did you ever the use my salt? salt? Yeah, I used it a few times, okay. but not as much as you did. Yeah. So, well, I was down in 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 the mud, playing more in the, in the mud, so to speak. Okay, so then what? So we would, then we would go through every object that's gonna be in the space where people were gonna enter into the, in the environment. So we would make sure everything was precisely in order and make sure everything looked just perfect, not for presentation, but for the organization, like it's like a metaphysical organization. Now what do you mean in order? In order. So like you're going into, into a room. So let's say there's a table uh -huh. and there's several items on the table as decorations. If let's say something's off-centered mm -hmm. and it wasn't with purpose and it wasn't, it didn't have a beautiful geometric pattern or some, some. So symmetry. Symmetry. You guys, symmetry. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would go through and I taught Erica how to do this. I would go through and make sure everything was an exact symmetry. If anything was off, it was like a really big deal for me. Right. And it really doesn't have to do with presentation as much as you guys would think it would. This actually had to do with the respect and honoring of uh, the space that we're creating so th this, to prepare for what was about to happen. So energy is flowing through a space. We call it chi. In India, we call it prana, which is the, the, the breath of life or the source of life. This is the energy in Star Wars. They called it the force. It is how to work with that. Of course, as I talk about that, the background of like lightsabers shows up behind us. Okay, so this is when you're working with energy, it's just like working with energy in your body. Remember, guys, that energy is can shift with mood, right? Mm -hmm. You can be completely tired, but you get good news and suddenly you have more energy. Or the opposite can happen. You're just normal and you got bad news and your energy dropped even more. This is 
so you begin through to, to learn how to affect that with your mind and your thoughts. People would pull me aside after the circle and they would say to me, I've had, I would have this like in a week's, in a week's time, I would have two or three people do this. Mm. They'd pull me aside and they would say, thank you so much for bringing such intentionality to this space. Mm. I really noticed it and I felt it immediately that this is a sacred space. And that meant so much to me because that's how serious we take your transmissions and when you channel. And so the preparation and the acknowledgement of the transmission that's about to occur is a part of the process of clearing energy, yeah. of arranging molecules, you know, right. of really feeling um, one with the space, not that anything is jagged or energy is, is frantic so or static. So basically making sure things are, they look balanced. So yeah. having that perspective of we are walking into the space, they look balanced. Now you've already physically cleaned it. You are, you have our, the tools that we like to use are sage, mm -hmm. which I think at this point, everyone knows about sage. Yeah. I've seen people on TikTok saging the screen, which is awesome. Right. I actually enjoy that when they do that because I'm like, go ahead, sage me. And it's, you know, it's always these young people who are yeah, doing it I now. We've got that. like 14 year olds that are doing this on TikTok. You guys, I love you guys for doing that. Thank you for receiving that information and keeping yeah. this tradition going. Um, Sage is, I, call, I consider sage like the Brillo pad, you know, yeah. it really gives you a good <laughs> scrubbing. It's, that's where clearing the air comes from. And mm -hmm. these, sage was used. Now, if you notice in, what is this thing about smoke, right? Mm -hmm. Sacred smoke. In places of worship all around the world, they use smoke, they use incense, they use candles, they use things that have a fragrance. And these are traditional religious institutions. Mm -hmm. And yet these things were also used in the pre-religious cultures mm -hmm. and traditions are used by uh, Wiccans, are used by pagans, are used by the New Age community. This is a human thing. There's something that feels better. And it's certain things, right? It's certainly not about lighting something on fire. That smoke doesn't do anything. But sage. Like I won't stop saging an area, a spot, a corner of the house or a room I've until noticed. I feel that that <laughs> spot is clear. That's when I'm opening all the windows. Yeah. But that's the whole point, right? Yeah. Is that there is a deep metaphysical history that predates all of these modern institutions, mm -hmm. relatively modern institutions, right? And the shamans of... Uh, of the ancient times. There's even cave drawings of this. So the smoke is used. Now, frankincense, you mentioned frankincense, and a lot of my students and clients out there who who I've gotten them on the frankincense tip, frankincense was referred to, obviously, in, excuse me, in biblical times. So this is a resin. You take an abalone shell, which represents water. And then you take a piece of charcoal, which represents earth. earth. And you take the frankincense, which represents the ether. These are the elements and the frankincense resin. It comes from a tree and it smells so beautiful, guys. You should just, you can order on Amazon. Frankincense usually only comes from two places. One is the country of Oman and all, I believe uh, Israel as well and possibly Ethiopia. This is really where you find the best ones and you place that on, you light the charcoal and you place, you sprinkle that on there and watch this beautiful fragrance come in and go around your house with this frankincense and after you sage, which is kind of smoky and, you know, I don't know, kind of, you know, the feeling of sage, but then frankincense adds that sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. It lifts the vibration. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you think is going on in the spirit world, right? Because you're clearing energy, you said. So mm -hmm. what do you think is actually like kind of happening on the other side when, <laughs> like, are they freaking out? Are they, what's going on? You mean the guides? 
not the guides. The guides what do you love mean on the this. Other side? Like the, the the negative energies, the negative entities that are oh. in spaces. Well, I think that us beings are very powerful conductors of energy mm -hmm. and transmitters of energy. Mm -hmm. So I believe as we bring our intentionality to a space using ceremonial tools and invoking this type of um, sacred spell, you could say, mm -hmm. that you're putting in this space, there's a resonance that kind of goes out like a wave, I believe. And more the more people that do it, so that's why I would have anybody in the house, so the kids or Erica, our assistant, I, I would start off just myself, but then when I would teach them and train them and show them how to do it, then they would join. And the more people doing this, the more intentionality that you have behind it, you're creating this very powerful, it's, it's an energetic like aura around the entire property, around the house But what's happening itself. to the entities? There's, I mean, honestly, personally, I mean, there's two things, what I think is happening. Number one, I know this emotion probably doesn't exist in this dimension and these other dimensions, but there is kind of like a pushback, like an honor and respect for the intentionality of the being that is providing this this frequency that I'm sending out. And, you know, Red Eagle, the guy that you channel, um, he channels many guys, but this is one of them, uh, Red Eagle, he talks about how a three-year-old little girl can run around with a lollipop and do the same thing because she's intentionally saging her space with joy and celebration. So it's really the intentionality. It's really what you're bringing to the space. That's why it's so important that you connect to what you're doing. So you have to connect to the Palo Santo. You have to connect to the sage. You can't just like, oh yeah, I mean, it'll do something. What about this but, though is happening to the entities? I believe that they have to stand back. I believe that mm. they are, look, I'm gonna use human emotion terms because I don't know what other word to use because uh -huh. I'm not on the other side to really Dis, you know, discuss exactly yeah. what the definition, you know, the emotions that they're feeling. But I believe that they are um, pushed away. I feel like they are, they are sent away, pushed away, or, or they disintegrate into this higher vibration, or there's a, there's a cosmic, like uh, a deeper understanding, a cosmic mm -hmm. understanding that I'm in my divination of self. So I'm in my God self. So as I'm moving energy around, I'm also calling things into being. So uh -huh. I'm calling in the, you know, beauty of life. I'm calling in organization. I'm That's calling a deep in, discussion, isn't it? I mean, after yeah. I asked you that question, I had to kind of go into my own yeah. database about, well, what do I also think? Um, Cause we've never actually we've in never a sense, talked really about talked this, about actually. it in a direct way Not because directly. we just do what we do. Yeah. And I have thought about it being a medium. I have, as do you, you know, know, where I learned it is from watching you mm. when I first met you, how you kind of saged and organized your being, your whole self, because yourself is the instrument that's right. going to channel. Right. And I watched how you handled your personal environment of your being and, and every and activity or task I would be performing. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't just, sometimes guys, my meditation, people have asked me, what do you, how do you meditate before channeling for four hours for people and giving messages to every single person that's there? Isn't that a great strain on the body energetically? Um, you know this, that sometimes my meditation would be to wash the dishes or people, why? Well, because when I would be washing the dishes and we call this an active meditation rather than laying down and meditating, 
I was connected to the idea of cleaning and making everything sparkly. So when I was soaping up the, di the, the dirty dishes and the water um, was coming down and washing things away, it was the same metaphor yeah. that I was actually, when I'm washing the dishes, right. I was washing my aura. And you can do that with washing your car. Some people, you know, you can get your car washed anytime you want, but some people actually prefer to hand wash their car for the same purpose because it's a meditative practice. Yes. And it's a cleanse and it's, a, yes. and it's honoring the vehicle that drives you around and keeps you safe. You're putting your own energetic spell on it if you Why want to. Why do people that. feel better in a clean space? You can, yeah. yes, I'm sure great masterpieces were made in messy rooms, but the energy was of right. creation. And it's also what it represents. So right? you can have, you can create, maybe create in a room that's been sloppy, but you certainly feel better. I've never met a person who didn't feel better in right. a more organized, clean room. Exactly. And that's the energy. So now take that from the physical, like the room is clean, mm -hmm. that we're going into the metaphysical. And so there's these energies. You can call them negative energies or energies that are troublemakers yeah, that are they in like the space. Yeah, they like to hang on. They're like uh, joyriders. They like to hang on. Yeah, they are. And they like to hang on these spaces because they tend to feed off of the energy that yeah. is in the, peop in the people. Yeah. Or, and we're talking about they, they feed on the the shadow self they feed right. on your negative emotions so a lot of people come to see us and they are purging yes and they are purging their trauma their addictions their pain their mm. suffering mm. over the years that mm. they've experienced so mm -hmm. when they come this is a safe place so when we create this environment for them they feel the safety in that space and they freely purge so through feeling mm -hmm. better again this through the physical senses you're feeling better you see things that you like you smell the frankincense it's like aromatherapy, right? It changes. Like, what are you breathing in? So that your, your spiritual diet, your psychic diet that you're taking in, if you're spending uh, all your time, it's just like you're eating junk food. It's like you're not going to feel, feel, as, feel as good. So it is about connecting more. Now, this is a slippery slope, right? Because we do talk about connecting more with positive energy. But then if you keep thinking that then it just becomes this war between you and spirits all the time. And, and it's all in your head. What's all in your head? When you're constantly in that war. The yes, war of is course. within. It's in your mind. And then that, But then that creates the, the yeah. magnetic. You start attracting Right. So if you've ever entities. around somebody who has like this static around them, they're in their own insecurities about themselves and life, you know, mm. and there's no judgment to anybody who is in that, but they tend to, they're fear-based, they tend to panic over yeah. everything, and they're rattled very easily. So when you come across these people, their energetic fields tend to feel very staticky and very insecure, like it feels like nervous energy. Yeah. So how that negatively affects them and others is they attract they become a magnet and they attract other frequencies in the other dimensions, mm. ethers, that have that same frequency match. So those are maybe beings who haven't crossed over all yes. the way and followed into the light and gone with their guides. These are troubled souls. These could be alien forms. These are, these are beings that are not at the highest vibration. So when you share, when you send off this negative vibe, that's mm. why people are always talking about that negative vibe. Right. When you do that, you're mm -hmm. attracting, you can attract negative energy. And you know, people from the beginning of time have had ideas and have known about these things of course and they've talked about it in different ways and villages and countries around the world mm -hmm. have discussed be careful the evil eye be careful don't do this do that like they believe in spells and curses and they believe in you know and they do mantras and all these things are all related to the power of your mind because we have so many, and we what have, you're sending out right 
So we have so many words that people have used throughout history, whether they're calling a blessing or a curse. And they're, these words, if you, we have to go beyond the words because, again, we're working with energy. So when we're preparing for a, four hours of channeling spirit guides and then there's messages coming through from the other side of each person who is at our circle, what we are preparing for is like we are setting the classroom space. We are washing the blackboard. We are polishing the chairs. We're mopping the floors, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But we're doing this energetically. And then the meditation that mm -hmm. here we are 50 people now after all that is said and done and we burn the candles because you, I've seen you take candles and go into mm -hmm. spaces in the, in the fire our energy home. is one of the most potent fire and water energy. Oh, let's talk about this. So what yeah. is about why candles? What is it about candles well, that obviously we see light, them all over right? in, in all the religious institutions? We see them in, in yoga studios. We see them everywhere. Where people want to be spiritual, light a candle. And people sitting around the campfires and people... Ooh. Yeah, and people doing... And their, tell ghost stories. Yes. And they, they're also mm. ceremonial using fire in torches or fire right. in, you know, in, in tri, tribal communication. You know, everybody's sitting around the, okay. the fire. But fire represents light, right? So It the, is light. It is light. It's okay. burning light. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you are actually looking at illumination. You're looking at source energy and whatever source is to you at the highest vibration. So that is what you are, you are experiencing. And then you're feeling the actual heat or you're feeling the energy off of this live. It's like a live frequency of the flame moving and it's never the same. You said pattern. that and the flame showed up behind you. <laughs> you cannot even plan it. You can't plan these things. I know. I They're planned it. from, from beyond. So we're back in the castle now. So, yeah, so, um, fire energy is super important. Water energy, um, Look, I can't live without water energy. I'm an earth sign being a Taurus, but I'm a double Leo. But still, I have to have water energy around Do you me. have any water energy in your chart? Oh, you have a Cancer South Node. No, yeah, right. Cancer South Node. Okay. But, um, yeah, water obviously represents cleansing, mm. flow, movement, mm. feminine energy. Mm -hmm. It represents emotion. It mm. represents movement. It, it represents... Washing away things. Washing away things. So which is why we Cleansing. feel better after taking a shower. Yes. Now, the fire... Just going back for a second to the fire energy, guys. There are... There are rituals... In, in India, the ritual is to light these small candles. We call them diyas. And you put them on a plate and you make this circle around the person's aura and that flame. And you can do the guys, you can do this with a candle. Just take a nice candle, preferably soy or natural, not those. I know it's tempting to buy the 99 cent store candles, but they're made of petroleum. And it's like, you don't want that fume in your house. Spend the extra money and get something that is pure soy. It has to say pure soy. I mean, it's all of it. And you take that candle and you can keep it on a, on a little plate and walk into different spaces in your house or go in the mirror. Actually start with the mirror and make a circle around you, like just around the upper half of your body and imagine that trail of fire around you. And when you do it in the mirror, one of the affirmations that I like to say is, um, may all who gaze in this mirror see the beauty within. And that 
is a blessing for you and those who also look in the mirror because we are, we have to do an episode on mirrors and the portals that are in mirrors. Truly. We also do it in, at uh, the front door of our home. We'll take that candle and move it around the front door. And we say, may all those who enter leave better than when they arrived. Mm-hmm. And this energy permeates, right? Goes through. So that is the a simple fire energy. You can also stare into a candle. Simple meditation, guys is light a candle and stare into it and send all your negative thoughts or things that are are worrying you or scaring you into that flame. Focus on the flame. Mm -hmm. What would you have any water? um, Like how do you use water to clear energy in a space? Do you, I love having a water feature. If I could find a water feature to put into a space, I would prefer that over anything, which could be anything from a little fountain, a little bubbling fountain, a little sound of running water, anything, you know, in feng shui, you know, obviously they have, you know, really explained that to perfection. I love feng shui, but you really have to have a feng shui expert do it. I mean, you know, there's certain little things that you can learn online, but really to have, I mean, take a class in it or read a book on it, obviously. Um, one of the water things that, I mean, we've lived next to the ocean for so many years. I've always felt like we just were getting that water energy. Absolutely. I mean, and the molecules in the air, you know, that mist. So we would go outside and breathe in this, you know, nighttime air with these like water molecules from the ocean. It was very misty and you'll, you're doing an aura cleanse. Now, what do you recommend for people who don't live? Because so much of our audience, they don't live in coastal cities. What what is a way for them to have water energy? Well, if they can't go to a lake and they, they can only, you know, take a shower, you may have to get into a bathtub. You may have to get into a spa. You may, you have to create something. You have to create a way that you can, you know, when you're a kid, you love water when you're a kid, you know, you like to splash in the water and that has stayed with us. You know, we, we're nine months in the womb and there's water in there. We're made of mostly of water. Yeah. That ties into remembrance of who we are. That, you know, knowing those simple tips of the elements of, you know, the fire and the water, and of course, ether, which means well, the cosmic cosmic. We are made dust. of the ethers. So we have the electricity running through our veins, we have the air mm-hmm. in our lungs. Mm-hmm. We have the minerals from the earth in our body. Yes. We We're have, made of that. We go back into the earth. Whether, the whether you're cremated or buried, you're still going to be kind of in the earth with the mm-hmm. ashes or your, or your bones that are decomposing and becoming and the minerals, part of the so earth. You have minerals in your body that are found on earth and in the stars. Well, they are saying, you know, there's this saying that goes that you are made of the stars yeah. and they and have found out. Proof. Yes. There is even scientific evidence of, of how that process so does we are actually happen. Technically and scientifically star people, star children. Yes. Yes. I agree. So, so, so when we are, and guys are really interested in hearing about what do you guys, do you guys have any of your favorite ways of clearing a space and energy and how do you um, deal with energy? And if you have any interesting stories, please leave them in the comment section. Yes. And don't forget to, to like and subscribe. We love hearing from you and having you with us. So as always, we're signing off. I'm Riz the Wiz. And I'm Lady O. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Keep it mystical. Keep it right here. And right keep here. it real. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. Oh, <laughs>